Hi there, and welcome to this episode of A Couple Takes on MS. Hi, I'm Dan Digman. And hi, it's me, Jennifer Digman. And we're A Couple Takes on MS. I'm walking. I'm rolling. But together, we're moving forward. Today, for this episode, we're talking about money and multiple sclerosis in the sense of the high cost of having multiple sclerosis in the United States. And I think that's where um, we really need to talk more overall about just how expensive this disease is. And I know that in the past, Jennifer, you're shaking your head. It's just like the astronomical cost of... Living with a chronic illness is not cheap. No, it isn't. It really isn't. And so um, we've talked a lot in the past about um, just how expensive MS medications are. And Jennifer... Can you tell me just, I mean, just to get the ball started with this in terms of talking about disease modifying therapies, how expensive are they? Well, Dan, the annual median price for MS disease modifying therapies has increased nearly 34,000 in less than 10 years. As of February 2022, the median annual price of a, of the brand MS DMTs is close to 94000 Six of the MS DMTs all on the market since 2009 or earlier have, hoy, have increased in price more than 200%. Hoy. And nine of the DMTs on the market are now priced at over $100,000 a year. And my dad always joked that I had a champagne appetite on a beer salary. And when you are living with a chronic illness like multiple sclerosis, so many of us have a beer salary and the MS medications that we treat the disease with might as well be champagne dripping with caviar. Oh my, yeah, I like that. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, and that that alone, and we advocate about this. Is this this is not an episode um, to talk about the advocacy for MS mod, disease modifying therapies because we talk about that in terms of advocacy to lower the cost of prescription drugs. But this comes from a study, and this study is actually from a year ago. But it's, I mean, obviously we can say it was released in April. I think it was April of. 2022, but it's just a fact that even for updated stats, it's going to be astronomically more now. But with this study, and we will have a link to this in the liner notes for this show, but according to this, with and it's posted from the National MS Society, but for the nearly 1 million people living with MS in the United States, the annual economic burden as in the cost of all cost to all society, including individuals living with MS, government officials, meaning federal, state, and local, employers, health insurers, and more, is eighty four point or eighty five point four billion with a B dollars just in the United States for the nearly one million people living with multiple sclerosis, the overall cost to all people involved is 
billion dollars. So tell me about your champagne (laughs) dripped in caviar. Ouch. I mean, it's not, MS is not a cheap disease and that I never, I never could have imagined that living with a chronic illness could be this expensive. And there are so many, so many facets of living with a chronic disease, chronic illness, and that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today. And just the reality that when I was diagnosed 26 years ago almost, I didn't think that the disease would stick with me this long and have these kind of implications. How about you, Dan? I think the economic cost, the burdens of of money, really, I, I was thinking more just for me physically and how would I be able to manage physically, emotionally, mentally with this disease. But then when you think about just the cost to live with multiple sclerosis. And I mean, in this, we're, we're getting, and as I'm, as we're talking about this and thinking more about it, it's like, is this like our mid-level rant about costs? I think it's really just to call attention to this and just the expense of what this means for living with multiple sclerosis and how do we overcome that or how do we deal with that and manage, or is it just, is it a rant? I I think it is to a certain extent a rant, a well deserved rant. I don't think any of us we don't squawk about it. We we, we don't we don't we squawk don't. about it. Well, we don't talk about it. It's so it's just our everyday existence, our reality. But when you put it on a piece of paper in front of us, you realize we have quite a bit to squawk about, and it's it's the reality. Inflation is everyone. Everywhere and everyone is affected by it. And as a country, we're noticing that simple things like bread or or milk or gas is more expensive. And those are just your everyday, everyday conveniences and necessities. But for us, our medication is necessary. And while there are a crap ton of prescription (laughs) assistance programs and ways that we can kind of get help with our medicine and, you know, managing our health. Those day-to-day realities that go part and parcel with having a chronic illness, those are expensive. I mean, being disabled, having multiple sclerosis is not for, it's not for those without a really open wallet. And, 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 and I think those are the things, and it is just creating that awareness about what this means. I mean, so, and we, we had this conversation that it's like for, for everybody, everybody else who does not live with a chronic illness and a disability with a wheelchair. I mean, you go on a trip to a friend's house for the weekend, unless they have an accessible house, you have to pay for a hotel room. That's an added expense. I mean, when we go back to Iowa to see my family, mom and dad's house isn't handicap accessible, so we have to stay in a hotel. When we go to Ann Arbor to see the neurologist, um, an 8 o'clock in the morning appointment, well, we're not going to make a a two-and-a-half-hour drive down to Ann Arbor, leaving at 5 in the morning so we can get down there for the neurologist, so we have to get a hotel room um, and... 
Or if, you know, our friends are all getting together at one of their houses and people drink too much and they just want to crash. That's not a big deal unless you are a wheelchair user. Well, A, I don't know that I would be in my friends' houses unless they're handicap accessible. But even then, you know, they have to have an accessible restroom and there's so much that goes along with it. So that's an added expense if I want to see my friends. If you want to hang out with your friends, Dan, we need to get a hotel room someplace accessible that we can stay. So that's an added expense and that's just another step to being friends or, you know, if it's worth it, you'll figure it out. But it it is a little more complicated and a little more expensive. And so that's something that we have to think about. Certainly right now, it's getting birthday season for us, both being fall babies. And if we want to get together with our friends, we probably need to get a hotel room or, you know, just to just anything that is outside of our house mm-hmm. is a little extra expense. Well, and, and then you speak about that and we're, you know, as we talk about like tr- friends and trips and travel and hotel rooms, I mean, just bare bones living. I mean, when you have a house, I mean... The lawn has to be mowed. The driveway has to be plowed or snowblowed. And when you're like me, yes, I can walk, but I I don't have the energy to mow my lawn. You have to pay for lawn service. You have to pay for plowing service. And I know there's the altruistic thing of thinking, well, oh, just get a neighbor to do it. Okay, well, we've been here for 18 years. Do you have a neighbor who's going to be fully committed to doing that and to where I don't have to beg to the neighbor to say, you know, our yard's a little shabby. Could, could you, could you step it up a little bit? I mean, because then that gives a sense of being ungrateful, but I mean, there's another expense that we have to come up with for the mowing, for the plowing and just, and just the maintenance for everything that is, um, accessibility. I mean, most people can, you know, redo their deck, do all this, but it's like, we have to maintain ramps on our house and 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 again this isn't a rant and woe is us but it's just like when you're talking about this 85.4 billion dollars in expenses for living with ms and a disability just how much money that costs well and it, it costs money you know for those expenses like you were saying the upkeep of the house the lawn the driveway and that expense to take care of your house is something, but the the person inside the house to take care of that person, <laughs> you and I, we've talked a great deal about urinary health. If you're living mm-hmm. with multiple sclerosis and any of you listening who are living with MS and have urinary issues, you know, get some cranberry. Well, cranberry is not cheap. It's not uber expensive. But that's an added expense to have cranberry supplements every month that you have to purchase. Or you have to purchase, I love Mm D-Manos. And if you're listening and you're having frequent urinary tract infections, D-Manos is a supplement that you can buy um, in the vitamin aisle. And it really seems to help me. But it's not free. It's something that I have to pay extra for. And then, you know, 
I'm not ashamed to talk about incontinent supplies. Those are not cheap, especially if you are planning on going away overnight. You might need a little extra something. And I realize everyone has their bladder issues or their vitamin issues. But when you have MS, it's that much more compounded. You know, um, I, I, I need to think of things like that. And speaking of compounding, I know we've talked about the walking drug in the past, in the past. And, um, why is the name failing me right now? Well, it it was, um, Empyra. Empyra, yes. And that is something, yes, that can be provided to add, be among a symptom treatment. Mm -hmm. For MS, but when I started taking it when I was still walking, that I used a, a compounded drug, so I had to go right. to a specialty pharmacy and pay out of pocket. Out of pocket and then pay for the shipping to have it come to your house. Right, and so those little expenses, and again, we're ranting, but, you know, it keeps the quality of life, and I dare say that you know, we have had a life. I have lived with a chronic illness for 26 years and mm-hmm. you've been 20, 24. Four. And so for people who unfortunately have lost loved ones with illness, what they wouldn't give to, oh. to have to pay a little extra is just a reality. Well, and, and I think those are the things, and this isn't necessarily a rant per se. It's just to point out the just the... Um, awareness of what this the, what this means. I mean, and, and just even living, think of when we needed a new van or when our van was falling apart and we had to cancel all of our trips back to Iowa last year because a handicap accessible van with a ramp that'll like help with a wheelchair and everything. Um, you know, if somebody without MS and a disability wants to go out and buy a new van, I mean, you can find good used ones at a dealership in your town, whereas we had to go, you know, 45 miles away to look at at vans and the cost for a brand new handicap accessible van is, you know, pushing $50,000, $60,000. And so those are things that you, and and then just the whole maintenance and where you have to get it fixed. You have something go wrong with the ramp. You can't just go to, you know, shop around to local mechanics who can fix this. You still have to go to the specialty place that manages and takes care of ramps. Um, so, I mean, that those are just the added expenses that we had to put, you know, like 1500 into the van the other, you know, a couple months ago just because the door to the, the ramp was malfunctioning. And just, and obviously I get it, you know, everyone has car expenses and stuff, but I mean, this is just where you can't shop around for competitive pricing. And the reason that we need that van is because I'm a wheelchair user. And it's just the reality that there are five, there are over 5 million wheelchair users in the United States, according to a 2021 University of Pittsburgh study. But more than half of the wheelchairs need repairs on the average of every six months. Yeah. And fixing them can take time. So, you know, as I've talked about in the past, wheelchair is my legs. And so when my legs are broken, I'm kind of, I'm kind of out to pasture. Mm -hmm. 
and I'm not working, you know, I can't do anything. So to get that my wheelchair fixed, that's expensive. And if they break, I mean, they're my legs and and I'm I use it, you know, I go a lot of places and so if there is maintenance issues every every year, let's just say every year I need to get a service. Right. Get something that's added expense. And you don't go into using a wheelchair thinking, oh, I'm going to have to service <laughs> service my vehicle often. Right. So again, now I'm getting ranty, but it's just the reality. <laughs> People don't realize that I need, and if I say I, I'm thinking of you and you and me, babe, mm-hmm. that we need my wheelchair to work. We need our van to work. You go through a number of shoes. Speaking of my legs, <sighs> you go through shoes a little more frequently. Well, yeah, because I my, my feet drag and then I wear out the toes. I mean, it used to be my running shoes, but now it's just like daily, day-to-day shoes that you need new shoes. And I mean, I realize it's 70, 80 bucks, you know, $100 for a, a regular pair of shoes. Um, but over time, you know, that's just stuff that if I was able to buy different shoes, didn't have to wear the same shoes every day. Um, all that little bit adds up. And so I think thinking about just specialty equipments, I'm sitting here as we're recording the podcast, staring out at your scale that, you know, when when you don't have, you, you can't stand to weigh yourself on a regular scale. And so that um, it used to be when you would go to Weight Watchers and stuff, they would have a scale that would work to where I could stand, weigh me, then I could help you stand with me, and then we would subtract my weight from that combined weight so we would know how much you weigh. But it's just like over time, it just you have you move on, and so then how do you weigh yourself? And then you have to invest, you know, money in a standing scale here at the house you we had to invest in a sit to stand to help your caregiver when i'm not available to help you with transfers that jen can help you transfer but that's money that we had to pay there's a hoyer lift <laughs> that's there i was you, going to say <laughs> if we're talking about the medical equipment that we've purchased the, the, yeah. don't forget sammy no i can't forget sammy <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of our hoyer lift for those of you Wondering what Simi is. But but it's that having that equipment in the house for when, you know, God forbid those times if you do happen to, you know, I happen to fail in the transfer and you're on the floor to get you up off the floor. And again, it's this is, it's a rant, but it's just really more awareness of just what what happens you know, I don't want to say behind closed doors, but the realities of things that that go into just making life with multiple sclerosis, life with a disability, functional and able, you know, the ability to live that life, especially as two people with MS. I mean, we're an expensive couple, dude. We are, and it's funny. I was at my, my uh, exercise class today, See, that's something mm. that's free and I'm very thankful for. Right. But I live by a university and they happen to 
enjoy having an exercise class to benefit the people living with neurologic conditions. But not everyone lives close to a university. So if you need to go to a more specialized place to get exercise, that's an added expense. But as I'm at my exercise class, I was talking about my nails because as you all know, I love to get my nails done. That's that's something I can no longer do for myself, but it's a it's a nice piece of kemptness and it helps with my in my appearance and helps to manage that so that I'm not whining about it. <laughs> but it's more than that. It is something that really helps me feel a little bit better. And right. that's important when you're living with a chronic illness. But that's something that you couldn't do, babe. You couldn't fix my nails. No. And likewise, you indulge me and agree that I can get my nails done. But you you don't pay. You don't buy any other makeup. I mean, that's just your thing. I mean, that... right? And my nails, and you get a massage. And which, I, and the, well, and that's yeah. Well, but that is. I mean, that's where. It, it becomes more of a necessity when you're a caregiver for someone with multiple sclerosis that you have to help make a transfer every time. Exactly. You know, over time. And that, that again adds to that, the expense of living with the disease, living. And I mean, and I guess when we talk about this in terms of um, multiple sclerosis and expenses, I mean, a lot of this is so patient centric. Just me like I hit the P really hard. Patient yeah. centric costs and stuff. But then, what about the caregivers? I mean, that's I don't necessarily go and get a massage because of my multiple sclerosis per se. But it is more out of the caregiving thing too. That. Um, wow, that's a deep point because you know, in my head, I was thinking, oh, it's not a luxury. A massage sounds like oh, a luxury. But you need to do it as a caregiver. But then just, duh, the reality that you're living with multiple sclerosis. Right. So that can help decrease spasticity and tone, help you to stay flexible, help you, of course, as a caregiver, any caregivers listening out there, you deserve to self-care. And that helps, as we've talked about in the past, helps to make the life of the person you're caring for better, taking care of yourself, it starts with you. Right. Well, you have you have to take, and not only for the caregiver, but then for the person living with MS. And it's like, you need to take care of yourself and your self-care and you to go see to Jeanette for manicures and stuff. I mean, that's part of your self-care regimen to just, and that, I think that, pulls into a lot with like even just the mental health and just like that the sense of completeness and just normalcy um and so those are things so i guess the question i have then is as we are talking on about the expense and the cost i mean do do you have any like cost saving measures or things um And in terms of like what you can do, I mean, certainly when, when I talk about lawn maintenance and stuff, yeah, you can, you can shop around and get better prices for that. Or you can find a place that I don't want to say bundles your service, but usually your lawn care also plows snow. And I think that they can give you a better rate if you're using them for both services. 
I know that when I go to the grocery store, there is one grocery store that often, fortunately, has buy one, get one free vitamins. And I can go to a certain brand of grocery store that is a little easier to get to and that will have the vitamins at a pretty good price. But if I'm willing to trek over to the other side of town, I probably will get vitamins, buy one, one bottle, get one free. Mm -hmm. And so that little extra drive to save $9 is worth it. Mm -hmm. And I look for coupons, of course. (laughs) And I mean, I think, again, in my head, I have to, I have to think I have a dear friend that passed away with breast cancer a few years ago as we're heading into the month of October and just thinking about breast cancer being everywhere, what she wouldn't do Mm -hmm. just to be alive and to be talking about the realities of how expensive disease is. So maybe they kind of frame it that way. But I, I know that you need to just be cost... You know, I wear compression socks. I wear mm-hmm. Ted O's. Talked about that. That's an expense. Well, I try and get them on sale or get them when you can, again, using your word, bundle them. <laughs> if I go on the internet and I see pairs that I like and you can get three pairs, it's cheaper to buy three than to just buy one. So those realities to to save it and just be be mindful, be a little more careful. I know if I'm driving cockadoo <laughs> and I'm not paying attention, that's when accidents happen with my wheelchair. I have I have damaged it to the point where it's not worked and it's just like, why were you in such a rush and you weren't yeah. paying attention? You drove into that door frame. For example, let's say something like that happens, which it did. Then I, I'm i like, God, you know, rushing wasn't worth it. And never underestimate the value of a zip tie or scotch tape to make, make it stretch a little bit longer. And, you know, asking friends to help, like you were saying, with some of the, you know, I know that there are things around our house that have needed to be fixed in the past. And thank heavens I have a caregiver, Jen, who is willing to help crawl down into our crawl space or to help us set up some electronics that we would ordinarily have to maybe call someone to help with. Well, someone to help because, I mean, there's just certain things I can't do because, you know, dexterity and I can't do the fine motor things of something. Uh, small, but yeah, if you can get friends to do that, I mean, so yeah, you, to have a friend mow your lawn, that's, that's pretty intense and continual, but I mean, to have come over and help with this, or you could even have friends come and help, um, paint and do things, um, just to make your life easier because really when all is said and done, think of everything you ask your friends to do. The reality is if they asked you to do the same thing and you could, you would, and you wouldn't ask for anything and things. So that's, that's where, you know, those of us living with MS also have to remember that it's like, we're not asking for anything more than what we would give to friends who would ask us the same thing. Well, and when you say that, I remember we've gone to our church 
for 17 years. And I remember when we were new to the church, maybe the second year, we had a particularly, you know, it was fall and we just had a crap ton of leaves. Mm-hmm. And the youth from our church, I remember they came over they and they raked yard, raked the yard. And something as it seemed probably at the moment that the youth that did that, they're, geez, God, they're like 25 now. But at the time, you know, it was something, an activity for them, and they didn't think anything of it. But now 20 years later, we're talking about, that was really special, and I really appreciated that. So things, you know, that's something, a cost-saving or just a little contribution you can make to help lessen the cost of living for people with chronic illness. And so, I mean, then that's, you know, as always, you know, you just take the step back and you're just like, you're grateful for the help you get. Um, and it's just keeping your eyes open for where the help is. Um, but it is, I mean, we just, just to use this episode to um, call attention to just like how expensive it really is to live with the disease. And I think then seeing this report um, again, which we'll have a link to in the liner notes for this, um, that it's just like you start seeing, okay, well, it's not just us and that this is something that, um, you know, when you're talking $85.4 billion a year just for living with multiple sclerosis, it's um, a pretty uh, expensive kind of thing. It is an expensive thing, and you think about the the just the way that the disease affected your earning potential mm-hmm. and we didn't even talk about life insurance and health insurance and just all of the ways that the disease can affect you but well as it is is having to take out the the cadillac for you know and i'm blessed i'm lucky you know with the job that i have that has health insurance and everything but it's like where you have to pay for the most expensive kind just because you know you're going to have more expensive costs. And as far as life insurance, a lot of places don't, insurance companies don't insure, give life insurance to people living with MS, even though MS is not a terminal illness. There's um, reasons, rationales, and stuff that they um, excuse it away as to like why they can't do it. That, that's for a whole nother thing, man. Absolutely. And we're going to have MS for the long haul, so we'll have a long time to talk about it. But we just wanted to bring this up, this conversation, bring it to the forefront. And I'm sure there are people shaking their heads as they're listening to this. And if you can want to reach out to us or to other people in your community to share your story, please reach out to us and let us know what you're going through. What things did we not mention? Or maybe you have an ideal way to save save some money or just to make living with a chronic illness like multiple sclerosis more affordable. And if someone wanted to reach out to us, Dan, what's the best way? The best way is to reach us through email would be at It'll be an email is a couple takes on ms at gmail.com or you can uh, send us a do we say tweet 
Twitter and X a message through yeah. the social media forum, formerly known as Twitter. Um, and the handle for that is at couple takes on MS and follow us on our website is a couple takes on MS.com. Um, but yeah, just let us know what, what hacks do you have for making things more affordable when you're living with the disease or what other expenses are there that, um, we missed that, you know, you can continue the conversation with us and everybody else. But till then, and until next time, thank you all for listening. And we are a couple takes on MS. I'm Dan Dickman. I'm Jennifer Dickman. And I'm walking. I'm rolling. But together, we're moving forward. Take care. <laughs>